to 12. After they heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over a place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On the coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. Romans 12 verses 1 to 2. So here's what I want you to do with God helping you. Take your everyday ordinary life you're sleeping eating going to work and walking around life and place it before God as an offering embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for him thank you well read that's good Cool. Okay, all your kids staying up the front, I'm going to sit on the chair, so it's somewhere in between here and standing. Scott asked me to um, just give a bit of a message during the kids' service, and so I was excited about that. I haven't done that for ages, so cool to be with you guys again uh, this time of year. What do we call this time of year? What are we going through? December is excellent, wasn't the word I was looking for. Christmas, and there's, we're celebrating these words up here, and there's a word, <gasps> hope and love, and this whole time of December leading up to Christmas we call Advent, Advent, yeah, and really that word means, I think Andrew told us last week, about waiting, we're actually waiting for Christmas. And so as we're waiting, probably we're thinking about what's coming, aren't we? Mm, so as you're leading up to Christmas, are you starting to think about what presents you're going to get? No, I have been. <laughs> Writing lists. <laughs> Write something down. So uh, the other thing that we do while we wait, this is one of the things I want us to do this morning, while we wait... We, I was just already talking about it. We start to think, don't we? So I was thinking about gifts that I might want to get and I was thinking about... What's that? No, no, okay. Getting cold. No, thinking about things. So Advent is actually a time for us to think and to think about Christmas and Jesus coming when he came the first time but also maybe even about Jesus coming the second time when he might come again. And that we're waiting for that. So uh, I hope that during Advent that you can find time to stop and think about Christmas uh, and the meaning that it has for us. As uh, you, you guys have already talked about and Scott talked about, we're um, focusing this Christmas on the gift. So usually, if we go to the next slide, usually Christmas is about, we talk about Jesus as God's gift to us. But what I like about you guys and about Turbo Kids, you've come at it a bit different. I like this idea of coming at things a bit different. And today we're thinking about what is the gift that we give to God or we give to Jesus? 
love. Hey, that's good. That's got it in one, isn't it? We're going to talk about, though, we're going to look into what does it mean for us to give God um, a gift of love. Okay. So, you've said love, but what are some other things that God's given us? What are some other things? Let's just yell them out. Oh, you know, you've got your hands up. Yep, go there. He's given a gift of ourselves, that's right. Yeah, that's a good one. Yep. Family. Family gives us a gift of family. Yep. Jesus, well, he's given us the gift of Jesus. What about other gifts? What other th- or what other things does God give us? Freedom. What happened? What was that? Stars. Yes, God has given us stars to look at. They're beautiful, aren't they? Yep. Oh, it wasn't stars. What was it? It was cars. Yes, cars are even better than stars. They are. He's given us choices. What happens every morning when you wake up? When you wake up, what's the first thing you do when you wake up, Ellie? You get dressed. So what's God given us? Clothes. What happens even before you get dressed? Yeah, you wake up. And what's the first thing you do? You don't even know you do it. Life, yeah. How do we keep life? You take a breath. God gives us a gift of breath and air that we have every day. It's pretty cool, isn't it? So these are all the things that God's given us. He's such a good God. So this Christmas and in this next 10 minutes, I want you guys to think, okay? We're going to think. And I want you to think, what are you going to give to God this Christmas? Okay, so don't yell it out. Don't say anything just yet. I think one of the best ways to work out what to give God is to actually ask him. And so that's what we're going to... So I'm talking to sort of kids here, but I'm talking to everyone. So please uh, just participate as you want, as you are part of this as well. Okay, so for the ne- just for the next 30 seconds, I'm going to ask us to talk to God just silently in our heads and, and just ask God, what do you want me to give you for Christmas? Okay, we're going to ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, what do you want me to give you for Christmas? And ask if God puts things in our minds. So just in about 15 seconds of silence, just close your eyes and just say, just ask in your head, talk to God and ask him what you might want to give for Christmas this year. Okay, what were some of the things that you might have thought of? Yep, me, excellent answer. There's a few me's, yeah, what did you come up with? Me, what were the other things? Any other things, yeah? A segway, ooh. I think you better let your dad know about the segway. Or have you already, oh no, you're supposed to be giving one to God. Not what you wanted to get. Yep. Love is a good one, isn't it? Yep. Love Love is an excellent answer. Yep. Sorry? Friends, was it? Faith. Oh, that's a good one. We're going to give God faith, isn't it? That's an excellent answer. Ellie. And love. We're going to give God love. They're excellent answers. Okay. This week, I went through my photo album, and we go to the next slide. I found a photo of uh, Mary and baby Jesus. 
No, it wasn't. It's, that's Coral and my wife. And one of our neighbours had a baby recently, so we went and visited them. And so that's a little baby Ethan up there on the screen. And can you see just down on the couch next to Coraline, what's that? A present. A present. Okay, this is a question. You've got to think, why do we... So before we went, we went and bought this present. Any ideas what it might be? Have a go. Yep. I yawn. <laughs> what was it? A car? Clothes. clothes. No, it wasn't clothes. Sorry? Oh, you got it in one. It was two chew toys. It was a chew worm that you can chew on and uh, these stacking, stacking rings that you could chew on as well. But here, I want you to, you, you guys, I think are pretty smart. I want you to answer this question. Why do we bring gifts to babies? Why would we do that? Yep. Sorry. So I've heard they're cute. We heard that because God made them special. That's a pretty good reason to give a gift. Yeah, what did you say, Charlie? Because babies love toys. That's a pretty good answer. Well done. Because they don't have any toys yet? Oh, is that what they said? Yeah, okay. And they love chewing, don't they? They love chewing. So we thought about, what would this baby want? Little baby Ethan, he's somewhere along the line, he's going to start chewing on things. So we got him some toys that he would like. Yep. Because the youngest children are sport, that is true. Middle children, like you and me, well, we struggle in life. Yeah, oh, you're not middle. Okay, yeah. They're precious to God, isn't it? That's right. We bring gifts to babies because they're special. They're made by God. We love them. Uh, They're cute. uh, All those sorts of things. So uh, if we go to the next slide, we heard in our Bible reading that uh, the Magi, and it's very important when you do a Google search on Magi that you don't put two Gs in there (laughs) because you get two-minute noodles if you put two Gs in there, which I learnt because I'm not very good at spelling, but the Magi, who are also known as what? How else do we refer to the Magi? The three wise men, that's right, we see them. And we read, um, we read from Matthew chapter 2, and it said that they came to baby Jesus, and they opened up their treasures, and they presented him with gifts. Okay, well, here's the, here's the question. What gifts did they give to Jesus? Money, Money, maybe, yep. Gold was one. Frankincense and... Over the back. Myrrh. Okay, if we go to the next slide. Gold, frankincense and myrrh. But what are they? Does anyone know what... Does anyone know what gold is? Ah, gold's pretty easy in it. Yeah, that's money. Uh, What about frankincense? Does anyone know what frankincense is? It's it's not quite an oil yet. Uh, We'll go here. Oh, it's used in perfume, but it's sort of not quite perfume. Yep. Air freshener. Yep. You just, they brought in a couple of cans of air freshener. No. Actually, both frankincense and myrrh 
are actually sap from trees. It's myrrh. So sap from trees. So if you, you know, if you cut a tree and then the sap comes out of it, that's where they actually get it from. But these two in particular have a very beautiful smell. And they're actually very hard to get, and so they were worth lots of money. So this is the next question that you need to think about. It's up here. Why did the wise men or the magi bring gifts to baby Jesus? Yes. Oh, they knew he was special, but they knew for some reason, didn't they? Because there was a star. Yep. They wanted to see a newborn king. We didn't quite read it in the bit of the Bible that we just read. Yep. Sorry. Oh, I can't quite hear you. They knew he was the king. They did. So they came. When they first came, they said to Herod, Can you remember what they said to Herod? They asked him a question. They said, where is the king of the Jews? Where is the king? Because they wanted to... And we read that in the passage. Yep. They, Sorry. They wanted to bring him gifts, but they said they did something else as well. They wanted to worship him. Yep. So the Magi or the wise men were probably pretty rich. They didn't live in Israel. They came from another country, probably sort of Babylon or where Iraq or Iran is now. They came across because God had showed them that there was something special about this baby who was king. And so what gifts did they bring? Gold, frankincense and myrrh. Why do you think they brought them? Why did did they buy that gift for Jesus? He wasn't going to be able to chew on them. Chewing on gold is not good. Chewing on frankincense is probably worse. Yep. Because they're valuable. That's very right. That's true. They brought because they... What gifts do you bring to a king? You bring valuable stuff. Stuff that's worth a lot. Okay, well done. But there's one other thing that they did. Go to the next slide. They presented gifts, valuable gifts... And then they did this. Oh, they're not very easy to see. What else did they do? What can you see up there? They bow down and worship the king. Okay, you're pretty smart. Why did they bow down? Yep. He's the son of God, yes. But why would you do, if Jesus is the son of God, why would you bow down? Yep. Because it's the king, yeah, because he's the king. But why would you bow down to a king? Yeah. Have you ever bowed down? Have you ever bowed? Let's do it now, okay? So, yeah, we'll go to this. Why would you bow down and worship Jesus? We're going to ask that question. So, have you ever bowed to just pretend, like what is, or not pretend, even think about, if I bowed down and did this, I'm bowing, you can try it, try it now, just bow down, do this. You can bow down in your seats if you want to bow down in your seats. How do you feel when you're bowing down? You feel like you're praising someone. What does praising someone mean? Yep. You're worshipping them. What does, it, what does it mean to worship someone? If you're bowing down, worshipping, what, do what does worshipping mean? Yep. You love them. Oh, there's a bit of a theme coming up, isn't it? 
this is a way that you show that you love a king. What else does it show when you do this to someone? It shows respect, doesn't it? What else does it show? What other sorts of respect, love? It's, it's almost, have you heard this word honour, that you honour someone? It's almost saying that you, you know, I, if you do this, what do you think my hands are saying when I say that, when I do that? Have you, do you get the sense that it's almost I'm giving you something? And what do you, when you're bowing down, what are you giving? It's exactly right. When you bow down and worship, it's like you give the king yourself. And that's what they're doing when they're bowing down. They're giving themselves to the king. And when we talk about, we sing about it a lot, but we actually don't do it often. And this is going to be my challenge for you in Advent leading up to Christmas is that sometime when you, maybe at night when you pray, maybe with your mums and dads, that on one of those nights that you actually get next to your bed, and you've probably seen pictures of this, maybe some of you have already done it, and that you actually bow next to your bed and talk to God. Because it almost as we bow down and as we, we're saying, God, we give you our lives because you are the king. You are the God. You have given us everything. So this, yeah, this Christmas, lead up to Advent, see if you can do some bowing when you pray, okay? Because bowing is a sign of us giving ourselves to God. Uh, uh, worship, the other way that I remember worship is worth, something is worth something, worth-ship. Yeah, so if Jesus is worth something, then I would bow down. Jesus, the king, he's worth my life. He's worth, he's worthy of uh, listening and doing what he says. Okay, we'll go to the next slide. We've got a couple left to go. We're nearly there. This was, I'm not sure who read it. Josiah read this. This is from Romans chapter 12. See if you can look up here. Romans chapter 12 says this. This is Paul talking to us. and, And I think this is a great verse for us to think about. So here's what I want you to do. God helping you, because here's the thing, when we want to give our love, give our lives to God, can we do it ourselves? Oh, no, it's really hard, isn't it? How did the wise men get helped? They got a star, didn't they? And other people told them, they must have read some books, God had actually been uh, revealing himself or telling him about uh, uh, telling them about himself along the way. So we need help when we do this. Okay, this is what we're going to do. This is what worship or giving our, God, giving our lives to God might look like. Take your everyday ordinary life. So you're sleeping, eating, going to school, maybe just walking around the house, that sort of life. And I want you to place it before God as an offering or a gift. Okay, this is your spiritual act of worship. And then the last bit there, he says, so embracing, which is believing or having faith, what God has done for you is the best thing that you can do for him. Embracing, believing what God has done for us by giving Jesus is the best thing you can do for him. Okay, we're coming to the end. Go to the last slide. 
Here it is. So what is going to be your gift to Jesus this Christmas? <laughs> What's going to be your gift? A number of you said it already, didn't you, early on. You're going to give your life of worship and love. Give him everything. Give him special and everyday things. Now, before we go, I want us to be really specific about what you might want to give him. Okay. Remember it said in your everyday life, it said in your eating. How are you going to give your eating to God? How, how are you going to give? So it says in, everyday, in your everyday life, I want you to give it to God. So this week you're going to eat. How are you going to give that to God? Yep. Excellent, isn't it? That's a great way. So before you eat, you say, God, I'm only eating this because you've given it to me. So thank you. It's a great way in your eating to say, I'm giving this to you, God. I only have it because of you. Uh, what was it? Uh, eating, sleeping. How are you going to give your sleeping to God this week? How do you give your sleep? Yep. Praying before you go to bed. That's a great way to do it. Isn't it? And that's where you can do that bow beside your bed. That would be a great way to give something to God this week. Here's the other one. When you wake up in the morning, I think I've talked about this in church. One of the things that I love to give God when I get up, the first thing I do when I get up, when I wake up in the morning, is to say thank you. What sort of things could you say thank you to God for in the morning? Cheese, did you say? <laughs> I give thanks to God for cheese. <laughs> what did you say? Trees, trees. yes. I, I get up and I look out my window sometimes and there's trees there. And I say, thanks God for trees. I get up and I have a shower and I turn on the water. And you know what? It's a miracle because hot water comes out of my... And so I say, thanks God that you enable me to live in a place where I can get hot water. Yep, what, do you, what are some... Life, another way is thanks God that I can breathe today. Thanks that my brain works, thanks that my body works is a great way that we can give a gift to God to show him that we love him. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, school. How do we give our school life to God? What that might look like this week. Yep. Sometimes you learn about God at school, so listening to that, yep. How else could you, what else could you give at school that's giving to God? Being patient, isn't it? Jesus said, uh, I'm patient with you. I want you to be patient with one another. Excellent answer. You remember that Jesus said, that, uh, when he was talking to his disciples and he was talking about helping out people, and he said, whatever you did for them, you did for me. One of the big ways that Jesus says that you can give me love, Jesus says you can give me love by loving people. Loving people in your school. Loving people that might be sitting next to you or loving people that you might be playing with in the playground. So a way that you can give to God is by loving people, helping them out. And what was the last one? Um, everyday life, uh, ease, sleeping... School or home, walking around. What, are you, how could you give, what can you give to God at home this week? What sort of things could you give to God at home this week? I reckon your mum and dads could come up with a few things. Yeah. 
yourself. Yep. So you might just find some time. Here's another thing that you can give to God is time. You might find some time to talk to God. Sometimes that might be a special thing. Well, who gets pocket money here? Oh, they all give pocket money. So what sort of things could you give to God? Your jobs. Yeah, you might say, actually, I'm going to do some jobs around house. I'm going to take the money, but I'm not going to give it. I'm going to give it to someone else. Remember that God said, whatever you did for that person, you did for me. So I'll give God a gift by helping someone else. Yep. Your work. Yep. You're thinking about, I'm doing this, God, because you allowed me to go to school or you allowed me to do this job. Yep. Yep. Giving money, saving money, and spending money. You can use all of those to worship God, can't you? Yep. Saving it to use it for the things that God wants us to. It's very good. Okay. So as we go from here, we're thinking about the gift of love that we can give to God this Advent season. And you guys have come up with some great ideas and some great ways that this week you can give your gift of love to God. So let me pray and we're going to ask God to help us do that this week. So let's pray. Lord and God, thank you that when we are together as your people, that you are present with us. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you speak to us through one another. So I want to thank you for uh, our children, and I thank you for the way that you have spoken to us through them this morning. I thank you for the great ideas that we have come up with together in ways that we can show you love. And we want to show you love and give you love because, Lord, we know that you loved us by sending your Son and that you, Lord Jesus, loved us by living life and then dying on a cross. And Holy Spirit, we know that you love us because you come and live with us. So help us this week, and I ask that you'd help each one of us as children or adults to give you gifts of love this week that we may live lives of worship and honour to you because you are the King of kings, the Lord of lords, and we love you. In the name of Jesus, amen. Cool.